Oh, hello. Uh, so this is uh, episode three of the Especially Heinous podcast. Season we're, 17. Well, so we're watching season 17. <laughs> it's not season 17 of the podcast, although one day it will be. Oh, Jesus. So what we're doing here is we're watching episodes of Law & Order SVU, specifically season 17. Thanks. So this is the third episode of the podcast. We're on the third episode of season 17. And basically, this is just banter and commentary while we're watching it. So you can either use this as a companion, or you can use this just to listen to and hear us shoot the shit. So this episode is going to be not sad, but it will still be comedy. But the episode season three is one of those episodes that you got to watch out for. You said Uh, season three. Sorry. Episode three is one of those episodes of, of Law & Order that you got to watch out for. It's, it, it deals with Look, the sensitive show, the subject show matter. The about special, special victims. victims. That's true. Yeah. I guess you, you know what you're in for. Yeah. Okay. This is not going to be an easy podcast, but we have to do it. Right. So with that, I'm Rob. I'm Dan. I'm Rachel. And this is the Especially Heinous Podcast. Yes. So we're pressing play and we're going and we're, into it. We're listening to the audio. God, it's <laughs> so falling apart already. <laughs> it's all right. That was, that was pretty polished as an intro. Ugh. Okay, so we're opening up. And what do we got? We got two kids. One of them is a, a young man of color and the other is a... a uh, Young man of a, no color. A, young, a white young man. He's pretty pale. And uh, the white kid is putting on makeup. And putting on a dress and getting ready to leave the house, looking fabulous. <laughs> he's really happy. About it. He's super positive. Yeah. Walking down the steps, chatting with his other parents. And he's in a nice house. You want to point out, like, he's in, like, a middle oh, yeah. upper class house. Dad's wearing a blazer. Yep. And yeah. then this other little boy is, like, making Pop-Tarts and he's sort of it's in. It's like a Hot Pocket. Is it a, it's a hot pocket. Oh, it's a hot. I can a I can see pocket? a pop tart from a mile away, guys. I thought it was a toaster strudel. <laughs> Anyways, oh, those are. I used to love those when my mom got those. She okay, really did. Of, yeah, and the white cutting here. and the white kid goes to a private school. They're doing a juxtaposition. The white kid goes to a private school. Um, you know, the the little boy of color is going to a school where it's uh, you know it's crowded. It's a little rowdy. It could, it's definitely somewhere in like you know Upper Manhattan. Uh, maybe the Bronx, something like that. And then, you know... Well, they're both both boys are from the same, relatively the same area. Oh, is that age? In the yeah. same age. Oh, really? Well, yeah. This is where they come together. Yeah, so... As you'd expect to happen. Because oh, this is law and order. Yeah. So this is what? Central Park? Yeah. No, Cent- Fort, Fort Ty- Tyron? Fort... Oh, yes. Tyron? Yeah, Tyron Park. Yeah, I don't even know where that is. Either. All the parks in Manhattan look yeah. like Probably Central Park. So anyways, yeah. the, the, the the little boy who's in the dress uh, is... Getting uh, harassed. Yeah, is getting harassed in the park by the other little boy and the other little boy's friends. And, you know, like kids do, they're filming it and they're kind of egging them on. But no one's crap. helping anybody. Oh, no one's slapped. They're just staring at yeah. all of the pushing and shoving. and Stole the camera. Yeah. The little boy in the dress gets slapped getting it's getting pretty bad people are still filming got to get those uh you know 
Got to get those vines going. Yeah, do and, it for the vine. Yeah. And oh, then, and then there's a push. And uh, so the little boy in the, in the dress gets pushed over like a, I guess bridge. it's like two stories, like a two-story bridge. And, and then the other boys know they fucked up. They're like, oh, shit. We didn't need, mean any, for anybody to get yeah, hurt like that. Scatter, scatter! Yeah, of course. You, you gotta, you gotta go. You can't be the only person who sticks around. Right. But they know something bad happened, and then fine. First, of all, no one's doing anything. There's adults there. There's adults present. At least the adults stay. We find out now. Carisi and Rollins on the scene. They're talking to some cop who's having trouble. Uh, Explaining that this kid was a transgender child or cross-dressing child, and uh, he's he's like, uh, how do you say? Uh, I don't know. He's wearing a dress. Yeah, he's having a hard time. Well, like me, it's yeah. just he for, wants to say the right thing, but he's really a yeah. He's like trying not to say the wrong thing, but he doesn't know what to say because he's a he's an officer, so he has to describe the the victim in yeah. this case. But it's tough for him, and you know, I think regular people can relate with that that difficulty they want to be polite but they don't know what to say we should say the kid is okay we're told uh but she is in the hospital yes uh with a broken leg and a a concussion yes Mm -hmm. we might find that out later but you know that she's alive so that's her name is avery avery that's Uh, what we find out later yeah so i'm going to refer to her as avery from now on yeah it's a yeah uh, we've established that this that she's child she, is a yes. transgender. Yeah, she yeah. well, she identifies as a as female. As a female, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the other little boy in this in sort of uh, uh, incident is, is is Rod just you know regular regular kid. Um, regular kid. Well, I don't want to say the, regular what's kid, the but name? you know, identifies as male. So this is challenging for me. What's a little black kid's name? Um, I don't know. Hold on. I have to look up. So while we're doing that, you guys add commentary. I'm going to look up the names okay. on this one. Avery's in a neck brace with a hair tie up. He's got pretty good hair. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got beautiful hair. What is this? Better than his mother. Sorry, her mother. Not Benson, though. Benson's looking fine. <laughs> so we're watching uh, Olivia Benson and... Is there Carisi? someone else? Is Carisi there? We're looking at Avery's okay. face. Now we're, we're just looking at Avery's face. But they're in the hospital room uh, with Avery, Avery's parents, and everyone's all worried and concerned. And uh, Avery's talking about what happened and who pushed uh, her and all all the stuff. And then uh, I believe that she mentions that there were photos or people took out their cameras? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So then... Avery's spilling the beans of the scene. I'm going to trademark that. Spilling, spilling the, the beans, beans of, of the, the scene. scene. It happens in every episode. Somebody has to spill the beans. Someone. And uh, Avery's parents likely are... are uh, they're pissed off at Benson. I don't know why. Benson's just trying to do her job. And... Uh, no, back at the office. Oh, man, it's getting real okay, quiet. Okay, so I got, well, I got two, well, dead dead time is fine. I know. I, just I got know two of the kids' on. names. So Darius, and then there's Keon. And yeah. And I'm looking for the third kid, because there's basically three kids 
that are like the main friends who sort of were messing with Avery before they accidentally pushed him over. And the kid who gets uh, pinned with the crime, I believe, is not Darius. It was, I thought it was Keon. What no. does Keon look like? I'm trying to remember who's who. Oh, boy. Well, no, I'm we'll find sure out soon. Darius. Anyway, so there's three kids, and they're basically trying to get to, the, you know, like, who did what. They find the video. You know, the first thing the police do is check social media. And Duh. they're like, and then they found, like, three kids posted it, basically. And now they're trying to find out, like, who these kids are. And they find out that, okay, yeah, they go, they find the school that the kids go to and they start talking to all the moms. And it's interesting because the moms are very different. In fact, one of them's a grandma. <laughs> so like, oh shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So there's the three boys. They're showing it on the iPad. They're saying, do you know these boys? And they're like, oh yeah, they're, these are pretty good boys. <laughs> uh, so anyways, let's see what's going on here. Yeah, so there's two kids there, and what do we got? So the boy in the hat, I don't know. Man, I never was able to wear a hat in school. Well, you're not allowed to, but they do anyway. <laughs> you can't, you literally. Says, speaking of Yeah, in, in I know from, from experience. <laughs> Getting a kid to take the stupid hat off is, not just, worth it. is just not worth it. I don't care. These kids are pushing other kids off bridges. They don't give a shit about <laughs> hats. hats. I was just thinking about that. Um, so the credits are still rolling, which is incredible. Yeah. Uh, I I forget how much, yeah, they just do so much in the first few minutes. They really ramp up the the storyline. Uh, Rollins and Finn are at a bookstore, um, and they are taking in the, the third defendant of the three little black kids. Yeah. Okay. So the third kid's name is Marcus. So it's Marcus. Yeah. So it's this guy's Marcus. Yeah. The boy. No. So this kid who's in the bookstore and he's like, um, you know, kind of an artist, but also, isn't that Darius? Yeah. Is so that... this is Niles Fitch and he plays, uh, Keon. Yeah. And his mom's got a toot. Oh, she does. She's you got much better sure. places to be than the police department. Um, Dante Brown is really like the main boy in this story. And then this is uh, uh, Marcus. So Marcus. Marcus was with his grandmother. Marcus, Keon, and Darius. Yeah. So they're inter- they interviewed. Um, <clears throat> they interviewed Marcus already, and he based his mom gave you know some tood. And now the grandma. Yeah. This is. Be- oh no! Sorry. This is Marcus, and then Marcus's grandma. Well, regardless. Yeah. Well, it's There's important. There's three boys, right? Three so, boys, but one of them pushed Avery. Yeah, and they're trying to find out which kid, which, like, yeah. pushed Avery, and like who told the kid to push. And, like, was it an accident? Yeah. They're like trying to get to the bottom of also, it. Also, I'd like to point out that the uh, the mother and the grandmother of the two other boys uh, first asked when the police were inve- were asking them questions about uh, their their kids was, um, you know, what happened. And their first question was, why was Avery wearing the things that she was wearing? Yeah, why would she do that? Like, why would she do that to herself? And not that, why did do you push this right. human being off of the bridge? Right. Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting. Sure. Whereas now in the scene, uh, 
Darius's mom shows up and uh, Darius's mom is concerned about why her son is in the in the police station and she's like he's a good boy he goes to church um, he has a little sister he's a great big brother and uh, is just concerned about why her son would push somebody. She does start mentioning now. There's already pressure. She's missing work because he's being questioned. Yeah. So Darius is in the police department and his mom, and I can't remember her name, who plays the mom. She's from Orange is the New Black. Which we're finding oh, more and more. Oh, uh, Adrian Seymour. There are like 14 characters yeah. Adrian that were on Seymour. Orange is the New Black and that are on this season at least yeah. of Law & Order. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of characters from Orange is the New Black crossing over into this season of Law & Order, SVU. Uh, So anyways, they're questioning Darius. Rollins and and Finn. And Ice-T. And (laughs) Ice-T. I like referring to him as his actual name. We know who he is, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I think that like the consensus from the very start of this episode is like, Oh, these aren't bad kids. Like, it's just a bad like it was a really bad series of events, and like they're definitely not in the right. Like, someone got hurt at this point, and someone was harassed. Yeah, there was harassment going on, but like these are all kids, so you know we basically just want to find out what happened, and then you know maybe you know there's like a, apparently juvenile parole or something that can occur without it going on the record. You know, Avery had a concussion. There's Keon. Okay, and then... Or did she hurt her neck? And then this is Marcus. And then this is Darius. And basically, Avery points all three of them out in a lineup. Avery has a neck brace on. What's the deal? She probably, like, hurt her back because she fell two stories. I thought they mentioned only a concussion, but... Oh. I'm just worried about overacting. Because she got up from the wheelchair going... And all she had was a broken leg and a concussion. Well, that's Sorry. pretty. I mean, she fell two stories. Also, she's 15. and then consi- yeah, fifteen <laughs> years old. And then considering the fact later in the episode we learn more. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, uh, so here's an interesting moment where um, Avery's getting rolled out. Yeah. So Darius's mom, Cheryl, uh, nah, Cheryl. is basically like trying to um, empathize with Avery. And the parents are like, I don't want to hear that. Your kid almost killed my kid. Yeah. And uh, as parents do. Yeah. <laughs> well, they get defensive at first. I don't know. I like this episode a lot. I yeah. think it's really good. Um, it's not like the easiest episode to do funny commentary over. Plowing right ahead. <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically, um, now we got Carisi and we have Rollins in the break room drinking coffee. Drinking coffee. Making cuppies. <laughs> and Carisi, and I love this this part because Carisi is also having a hard time trying to figure out like it's great. Um what mm-hmm. why do parents let their little boys wear dresses? Yeah. <laughs> it's basically what he's saying. Yeah. And she's like, Well, you know, gender identity and sexuality are two different things. And this is news to Carisi. <laughs> and she said something like, uh if you were 15 and you felt like you needed to wear a dress. Yeah, like you're not – it's not from for a real fun. Place. Yeah, it comes from it a real place. It must come from a real place. Yeah, I like that. That was a good scene. That was a, This is a good scene. I like it. You know, and they have to do this or they have to have these characters so that people who are watching the show who I guess don't understand are like, 
oh, I'm the Carisi guy. Yeah, you can identify with him. Like, you want to do the right thing. I think that that's the character where it's like, you're trying to do the right thing, but you just don't have the experience to, like, inform your actions. (laughs) Um, So anyways, now we, uh, so we're talking to child services, basically, and we have this attorney, and I don't know her, oh, uh, ADA Pippa Cox, and she is interviewing... uh, Babe Asaurus. Sorry. All right. (laughs) Babasaurus. Just like uh, Dr. Rudnick, Dan also likes redheads. That's it. All right. We got to watch out. So uh, (laughs) She's wearing a very nice orange sweater, too. Yeah. And this is the second time uh, Darius's mom is like, how long is this going to take? Like, I'm missing work. Yeah. Yeah. And Keon's mom comes strutting out. and She's got all that toot going on. It's not good. And... It's uh, not good. It's not good. <laughs> well, she's just like... Sourpuss all over that face. Keon, yeah. Keon's mom obviously does not feel bad about this at all. Right. Like, she's just like, this other kid's in a dress. There's something wrong with her. Like, why are you right. Why are you putting my son through this? He didn't even push him. Not even that. It's more like, why is it... It's She's annoyed by it. Not yeah, even for her son. I don't think her annoyed. son has anything to do with it. It's that she is obligated to do something she does not want to do. Yeah. But she doesn't have to miss work, clearly. Obviously. Clearly. Yeah, she can take off. She's wearing a nice dress, you know. She's wearing all the bling. Yeah. Poor, da- poor Darius's mom shows up. She's like, in. are they scrubs she's in? Yeah, she's, she's a, a nurse. Yeah. She looks like she's a nurse. Yeah, like, she's missing shifts. Um, no, she's, she's not t- in scrubs. She's li- oh, not now. She not now. Before. She's got to oh, look she was nice. Yeah. She's laying it all out for Ice-T, and Ice-T is, like, leveling with her, as he does for everyone. Yeah. He's like, listen, you got to do what you got to do. Got to be there for your kid, because if he doesn't show up to court, looks bad. Yeah. It, it'll get worse for you. And I think that this has happened a bunch of times in Law & Order, like, beyond season 17, where Ice-T is, like, an advocate for people of color who don't for sure. really understand how to navigate the system the same way that a lot of the people who have like lawyers to navigate it for them, yep. you know, that kind of thing. And I, I like that. Yeah. And he does that really well. He seems sincere. I like Ice-T's character a lot. Yeah, well, both uh, Darius and, and Cheryl, Cheryl just opted to talk to Finn over Rollins, and they're both standing next to each other. But both of them didn't look at Rollins at all. Yeah. Well, I mean... They could smell the pregnancy on her. Oh. <laughs> oh. Where's, my, where's my button? Oh, no. Oh, dun, dun. I, wait a minute. I don't have my button queued up. Oh. Uh, what a shame. Uh, okay, we're back to Avery in the bed. Oh, wait. Did we forget something important? Did we? Darius gave Finn something. Isn't this where he gave... Yes. Uh, two sheets of paper. Well, and, this is where they're getting to Avery. Right. And uh, Darius was like, can you please give this to Avery? And Yeah, we find out Darius is an artist. Yes. And he drew little graphic novel pieces on uh, lined paper. Avery's looking at them right now. and um, They have like a... a yeah, sorry. Little there's, sketches of Avery and... Um, little note saying if he could turn back time, he wouldn't do, uh, he wouldn't do that again. And that so they would. He was quoting a share lyric. Yeah. <laughs> if I turn back. <laughs> he should have kept that going. That was good. I don't know if Avery knows uh, Wait a minute. Cher. They don't is, know Cher. Is Dan actually Cher? 
laughing at your own stupid joke. And he I does that love, all the time. I just love that button so much. And I think we've we've mastered the audio to the point where it's not devastating because it's not breaking the levels. Uh-oh, which means Rob is going to do sorry. it more often. All right, we're back in the hospital. Oh, yeah. Guys, what's Shit's happening? going down. Oh, wait, is it? It's a code It blue. is. Also, stop shouting. Oh, sorry. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah, the blue light's going off. Yeah. Code blue, we all rush into Avery's room, and shit does not look good for Avery. No, it doesn't look good. So here Which we are. super confusing. Here, yeah. here Dan thinks uh, Avery's sort of uh, hamming it up, and it turns out that uh, she was actually real badly injured. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what we do... Make Dan feel guilty. Why? We jump to, <laughs> to it right away, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we find out from the doctor who's explaining right now. Avery had a complication uh, due to her broken leg uh, that killed her. Yeah. I forget what that yeah. complication is called. Was it a blood Science. clot or something? Something akin to that, yeah. But Essentially, she could not have uh, – she, she couldn't have had this injury and – never mind. That she didn't couldn't make have died sense. if she didn't have the injury right. sustained. Yeah. Exactly. So that becomes Thank important you. I was because now having these such kids a hard are time. up for murder. Yeah, basically. Not they, even those kids. Uh, it was just Darius, really. Yeah, because right. Darius is the one that pushed her. Shit just got super serial. Yeah. yeah. So so uh, a few days ago, Rob, Dan, and I were like debating about talking about this episode, mainly because I was so mad at this point. Because all of, uh, up until now, it looks like Avery forgives Darius, and sure. you know maybe they'll have a friendship, and or, or like plot twist, maybe Darius was gay and he was just like mad about. Yeah, but that was only that. thirty minutes in. We couldn't. Uh, I know, but all the things minutes. could have happened. All the things could have happened. Um, but then Avery has to go and die. Well, it's, I mean, she didn't do it on purpose. I know. <laughs> How do you know? But Dick Wolf did it. Dick Wolf. You can't say this one word. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry, Dick. You, you did say Dick it. Wolf. Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf. <laughs> One word. Hashtag Dick Wolf. It has to. It's his name. Uh, oh Whatever. I'm sorry, Mr. Wolf. I, I apologize for anything Mr. Wolf. says. Well, apologize to Mrs. Wolf as well. Is there a Mrs. I'm Wolf? sorry, Mrs. Wolf. Please have me over for dinner. <laughs> Let's make pot roast. That's true. Um, I hope Dick's going to listen to this. I hope Obviously. so. Is Dick Wolf still alive? He's the executive producer. He's oh, yeah, still. he's still writing. Still. We'll know he's dead when it says Dick Wolf Jr. Ooh. No. Who's, who's this fuck who comes in here? Uh, this guy takes over the investigation, wants the charge. Oh, he's like a human rights activist um, about oh, yeah. the transgender uh, movement. He basically thinks that... Is he an activist? Or, no, he's a lawyer. Well, he's a lawyer, but he's like... He's one of those lawyers that, like, as soon as there's a case involving transgender people, it's like he's all... Well, what do they call it? They call it, like, a special um, protected... Well, they call them protected classes. Protected classes. classes of people, yeah. I've never heard of that yeah. until... Well, it's for, like, hate crimes, because they're basically trying to make it a, a, a hate crime. Oh, yeah, because that's actually happening right yeah, now. Cause yeah, because they're... Cause they're cause so they're in Darius's house, yeah. and Finn and Rollins are breaking the news to Darius's mom, and she's like, yeah. "What? They're going to try him as an adult, and it's a hate crime." Yeah, that's, that's rough. Not a good outcome for my son, and uh, they got to take him away right now. Yeah, they basically got to scoop him up, and she's just she is just a fantastic actress, by yeah. the way. Uh, she Adrian is. Seymour. 
Oh man, she's she's just she just looks so sad and tired. Yeah. <laughs> she's really did a well, great job. This episode is really hard because you. I think we've seen these cases on um, on social media, on news about like hate against any kind of people, and there's always a there's always more to than just what we see. Like so and so did this, so and so pushed yeah. this other person off the bridge. But then at the end of the day, it's like there's so much more than just that one action that took a few seconds. Well, especially even in this episode, it's not social media, but you don't. The cops aren't going to see how Avery reacted when she saw the graphic novel pages. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's challenging because whether or not this went to trial, basically, like, Avery can't speak for herself anymore. Right. Because ultimately this happened to her, and she's dead now, so she can't even, um, at the trial, say, like, oh, you know, it's buried, like, everything's fine. Yeah. I don't understand the legal reason why the parents couldn't just at this point go like, really, like, let's just drop this shit. Well, it's a murder at this well, point. So hold on, wait. So they, they, yeah, I guess well, yeah they're drop charges. Yeah, and they're yeah. and the charges are being brought by this attorney who not works by on the be- parents. Yeah, who works on behalf of like protected classes of people. Uh, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. and also it's a murder. Like murderers then, are tried by the state at the very least. Right. Yes. So we're at Avery's funeral, and they're saying beautiful things. Uh, Avery's therapist is talking on the on the stand, on the stage. Uh, at the service. At the, yeah. Yep, and Carisi and Benson are there. Because everyone's just like, oh, this is such a bad situation. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And that's what makes this such a challenging episode. Because yeah. there's just, there's no... Um, there's no Easy way. way it, it just keeps yeah. getting worse. Well, yeah, basically. when someone dies, it's kind of it's complicated. Yeah, but it's yeah. particularly bad because it's with kids, and like yeah. obviously it's a mistake. So it's like it was a mistake, and someone got hurt, and then they're like, oh, and then we we squash the beef, and then nope, she died. Yeah. So now shit gets really real. Beef and you like and you empathize with the mom with Darius's mom with all of. Yeah, with both moms. I mean, you empathize yeah, with, with with both sides because you're like these are just children, and and at the end of the day, like chil- children are not rational creatures. We'll get to that. Um, yeah, but I wanted to say earlier was that it's it only takes a few seconds for like a really good life to just yeah. turn real quickly. Yeah, that and, was some bullshit in the park. Yeah. And because you see Darius's life as like he has a younger sister, they love each other. She looks up to him. Um, he's respectful towards his mom and gives her hot pockets. There's hot pockets in the house. She works really hard. Um, Darius is a, an artist and has some kind of future and is just a teenage boy that likes to fool around every so often. And just just a few seconds, and all of a sudden, all that goes to shit. Real quickly. Yeah, so this is ADA Kenneth O'Dwyer, by the way. Great. Thank you. Is serving as the uh, um, attorney, the district attorney. I know I'm not supposed to hate him, but I don't like him. No. No. I mean, (laughs) that's another thing. Like, the people who we would usually be celebrating in these things, since we know the details, we're watching it sort of transpire over all this time. Yeah. Um, You know, you 
you find out that like, okay, maybe the punishment for these types of things is too harsh for children. Yes. Like who, who don't know that's, better. That's the compromise I'd make. Yeah. Cause he's just going at it. He keeps, you know, they're uh, trying to try Darius as an adult. Yeah. When clearly this situation is not the one that needs to be done, but they're keeping a, a, a zero tolerance policy on yeah. crimes of this sort. Yeah. So and so basically, they're they're in the court scene right now. And what do we have? We have the honorary Elena Barth. So she's the judge. Um, Carisi on the stand. Carisi's on the stand. They're showing the boys. Um, obviously, Darius feels tremendous sympathy for what he did. Um, and we got the parents. So this is interesting. It's going to come up Everyone. soon. The parents are sort of a curveball in this case. I like their yes. role a lot. And then we also have a attorney Varna, who we see occasionally. The doctor is now testifying that what Rachel was saying before, basically, if, the, if Avery didn't have a broken leg, she wouldn't have died. Yeah, she would have been invincible. So it was like definitely invincible. a result of basically the accident that happened. Now, the teacher. Yeah. Darius's teacher. Darius's teacher. Like, oh, he's such a good kid. Like, Speaks highly of him. Yeah. Like, oh, she drops a bomb that he knows death because his cousin was shot oh, yeah. last July 4th or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. We get to see. I forgot about that. Good call, Dan. Yeah. I pay attention. Yeah. This is my job. <laughs> this is your actual job. Uh I like this lawyer, too. I forget his name. We don't see him Who, very Varna? often. Not, is that Varna? Yeah. That's his name? That's Attorney Var- Varma. Sorry. He's Varma. played by uh, uh, Harry Dillon. Is he in other shit? Harry Dillon. Let's see. This is a good tribute. Filmography. Uh, lots of Law and Order. He's in three episodes. Oh, Criminal okay. Minds. Um, Criminal Minds. He's in The Mentalist. He's in Mr. Nice Guy. Isn't he plays Roger. Why didn't I know that? Yeah, with Jackie Chan, 2006. Uh, 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 It's a lot of TV. So, anyway, sorry. So, now they're, uh, that's enough about Attorney Varma. Varma? Varna? So, anyway, so, real quick, before we talk about the scene that we're watching right now. Varma. um, At the funeral, uh, Avery's parents quickly mentioned to Olivia and uh, Creasy that they don't think Avery would want Darius to go to trial. Like, as an adult. As an adult. And... Um, she believed in forgiveness. Exactly. She believed I'd in argue forgiveness. If Avery was alive, this might have been dropped. Yeah. It could be. I think so. Um, but then, right after the trial, uh, we see Carisi and Olivia with... Uh, with... Actually, can you pause the episode real quick? Yeah. Um... Because I really like what the Olivia's therapist says in this episode. Oh, do you want to play the audio? I don't. I don't know. Remember, was it this episode that they were talking? He was telling. He was talking about kids and the way that their brains develop yeah, and that like it's impossible. Yeah, this impo- is what he's testifying now. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Avery's parents were pretty much like, "Yeah, we want this to go to trial." After they had the first yeah. trial, they were, and I think the anger, the stages of grief were setting in. Mm. Uh, this is another curveball. I'm going to keep playing now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I forgot his name, but Olivia uh, Olivia Benson's therapist. Uh, he's basically testifying that 
as a child, they're... Dr. Peter Lindstrom. There you go. Thank you, Rob. Lindstrom is arguing that uh, kids don't... Their brains aren't fully formed, uh, specifically of the decision-making capability, until they're in their... 20s. Yeah. Early to (laughs) mid-20s. Which is, you know, scientifically true, and he's trying to make the case that it was a lashing out that an adult wouldn't do, so he shouldn't be tried as an adult. And now the lawyers are going back and forth on this. Um, That's a good case. I think it was more towards the impulse. Right. No, you can't try someone as an adult if they're mentally not an adult. No, no, no. But I mean, I mean, what the what the therapist is talking about. It's more like the um, the way that we cope or react with impulses. It's like children just have to do whatever they're impulsed to do, whereas adults can. I'd argue that some adults are uh, more impulsive. <laughs> they're still developing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you do watch this this episode, this particular scene is one of my favorites because... I, what's the counter-argument here? What does the prosecution say? The prosecution says um, they were talking about, well... It was a choice. It, yeah, it must have been a cho- Then it must have been a choice. Yeah. And that there, this, I guess it's saying that there is no instinct, there is no reactionary thing without making a physical choice. Because it was Darius's choice to go and tease this, Avery. Yeah, this particular yeah. kind and of the, person. And the words they were using, too. Like, sure. he, like yeah. they intended to harm this other there child. Was mal- yeah, there was malice in, yeah, behind that. And that's intention. kind of, I know that that is what turns, like, a regular crime into a hate crime. Yeah. Is is like if premeditation. Yeah, premeditation because of, you know, you feel a certain way and that is observable somehow. And in this case, because of the video evidence, like they have the audio they captured. But what's even more interesting is that we are led to believe that Darius was not raised in a household where any of those words were That's commonplace. The other part. Whereas the other two boys that Darius hangs out with, um, the first things that we see are their guardians essentially saying that it's not their boy's fault. And why would somebody? Why would a boy dress as a girl? Right. Like it's that person's fault. It's not my son's fault. Darius didn't have any. And Darius didn't have that. Of that growing yeah, he was never exposed to transgender so people. Yeah. So he was trying to, to fit in. Well, I think Darius was um, was mimicking his peers. Well, yeah, and, didn't and he it say was at some point he's like, I didn't want to look gay, which is also an ignorant thing to say, but it's it's just the assumption. Like if I don't puff up my chest and yeah, you know. And then also, yeah, there's no male figure, right? Maybe that cousin that had died a few months ago was his last male figure, uh, and now he is the he is the the man, the right? Figure. He has a younger oh daughter, a, a sister, yeah, and he has a, his mom. Yeah. Uh oh, Rachel, that was good. Thank yeah, you. I <laughs> yeah, I think about these things. Yeah. Well, because there's there's. Uh, there's a theme in a lot of these episodes. It's not like we just find the bad guy. Some of them are actually like, this is what's happening today in our world. This and is how they get there. I think it's, this is how they oh, talk about these the things. Next episode goes too. Yeah. Oh, that one's even worse. I think than it this is. One. Spoiler. We've already watched it. So that, that'll yeah. be on our podcast, our next podcast. Yeah. We got to prep. Yeah. How dare you judge us? Now, now, so before we started doing this, we watched like one episode, maybe two every night. Now we solidly watch two. 
We watch one on mute while we're this doing this job. podcast. Where's and then we going? and then we watch another one. Yeah. <laughs> we watch a full That's episode right. after we go through one of these episodes. I don't know. I love it. It's not a problem. <laughs> Guys, yeah. I've been binge watching Law and Order for years. For years already. <laughs> okay. Right, so you gotta get up to my level. No, Darius Rachel, is this real, is why we have you here. Stuff. You're our you're our consultant. I love this. You're a law and order SVU expert. <laughs> can I put this on my resume? You can, and you should. Yes. Okay. Just download it on iTunes. <laughs> Thank you. Darius is looking super sad. Yeah. Yeah, right. man, he Asking is. Asking him tough questions and me saying, I don't know. He's diving Generally deep. not something you want to say on the stand. Well, why do they know? He doesn't know anything. First off, why did they put a child on the stand? He's a kid. He's an adult in this situation. If they're trying him as an adult, I guess, but that's rough. I think that was a huge mistake. And I did feel like he was badgering him at this point. Yeah. Uh, just standing over the kid who's sitting down and he's asking him tough questions. Yeah. Kid's breaking down. See, and the reason why I don't like this ADA is because he, my feelings towards him are that he wants anybody that hates against a special, uh, what is it called? Special? Protected oh, protected class. class. Um, anybody that hates against a protective class, like, Immediately guilty. Doesn't doesn't matter like who you are, where you are from, anything like that. Like right. you deserve exactly what what was, was fed to you, which is yeah, like you're punished. You're punished because you did these things. But but in terms of children, like I can see it with an adult. Mm. Um, but with a child, I feel like there it's just so gray. Yep. It's oh so yeah, gray. the whole theme of this episode is. What punishment fits this particular crime? And because the crime is so ambiguous, and this is my favorite scene that we're that is going yeah. right now, which is basically the father of Avery is is on the stand, and he is basically saying, "I don't think we should be trying this young man as an adult. He obviously feels bad about it. He obviously, you know, this is a a really horrible thing that's happened to him as well." Like to have to go through all this and to drag his mom into it, and he's all and he's still yeah. mourning the loss of someone else in his family. Like, it's just the father recognizes that this intended punishment, i.e., sort of treating him like an adult, uh, trying him as an adult, you know, trying to punish him, send him to juvie, and then once he gets out of juvie, he goes to prison for a bunch for a couple years, like. He's going to spend the next 10 years or something. He's coming of age. Yeah, like basically in juvie and then He's going to grow prison. up like he'll, in yeah, juvie. He'll, yeah. And the father, Avery's father, is basically on the stand right now saying like, that doesn't make sense. And then it goes to Darius's mom and Darius's mom is like, I'm so happy you're saying this. Like, you guys, you just lost your, your daughter. Uh, and... And here he is up there in the stand. And then we got Dwyer. This is this is where Dwyer lost me. I get that he's doing his job. But Dwyer gets up there and cross-examines the parents. No, he didn't. The parents are sitting down. No. Wait. Did they? No. No, I thought the father's still on the stand. No, he's behind right him. behind him. Oh, yeah. There he is. Sorry. He's, they're both talking to the judge now. I'm full it's, of shit. It's they're so doing their, their final points. About that point. I think I was bothered by the same thing you guys were. <laughs> Just like, come on, guys. We're all humans here. If we're just going to punish people 100%, then just have a robot do it. Yeah. It's easy to press a button and say, well, you did this, so you get that. You did this, you get this. But, like, that's why we have human courts. Because, like, 
they need to navigate the ambiguity of these uh, like very challenging yeah. crimes. Like we all admit there's a crime, but like figuring out what punishment fits that crime is actually the theme of this episode. Um, sure. There's, you know, a gender, there's a sexual identity, gender identity. There's like, you know, disadvantaged youth, all this stuff. I want to actually read the, uh, the summary of this episode. Just so people are following. Uh, off right of now Wikipedia. They're making closing arguments. Yeah, they're That's making all. they're making closing arguments. They're not particularly remarkable. They're basically, uh, you know, the defense is like, uh, yeah, you shouldn't try him as an adult. He obviously feels bad. The parents would drop the charges if they could. Like this was a huge mistake. And then we got Dwyer up there, like, listen, we can't start letting people go for these kinds of things because these protected classes have been demonized and like attacked and, and it was a choice to throw and they're both right, which is why this is so challenging. So while they're sort of waiting for, to to get the judges, you know, final word, um, the summary of this episode is a transgender teen, Avery is sent to the hospital for injuries inflicted when three boys bullied and then pushed her off of a walking bridge. Although Avery shows forgiveness to the boys, Ruthless ADA Kenneth O'Dwyer, played by Robert Sean Leonard. He's a good actor, by the way, because yeah. I genuinely don't like him. Yeah. Uh, takes the case out of family court and decides to try one of the offenders on adult charges. Uh-huh. Detective Tutuola, aka Ice T, aka Cop Killer, and the SVU squad are conflicted on whether the crime fits the charges while dealing with the delicacy of the families involved. I don't know if this. Uh, uh if this was pointed out before we were watching it the first time, but they made a decision super quick. Seriously. Uh, Judge Gate? The judge, uh, a redhead I'm not into, uh, (laughs) talks about um, how moved she was by Avery's father testifying. Elena Barth. And then she dropped a, however. Yeah. So uh, apparently the father, Avery's father's testimony was like, Moving was moving. Sure, it was, but, but she's it like nothing for this. Yeah, judge. she's like, I got some bad news for you, kid. You're going you're a to fucking adult. You're going to juvenile, and then you're going to prison after that. Oof. And uh, yeah, his mom loses her shit. As well, rightfully so. Yeah, was and even Avery's years? parents. Yeah, it's two years in juvie, and then seven years. So he's sixteen. Up. No, and he's then- fourteen. So he's 14, he's going to be 16, and then he goes to... Oh, you can go to jail at 16? I thought so. Or is I, he 16? I it depends on the state. I, I thought he was 16. Oh, okay. Maybe because, he's he probably yeah. 16, yeah. So he's going to go to juvenile for two for years. For two, and then uh, prison for five. Oh, boof. She's bawling her eyes That's out. crazy. He's going to be 23, and... Uh, uh, this is heartbreaking. And Avery's parents are a mess. They leave. There's nothing they can say. Yeah, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. You can't comfort anybody. They they just lost their daughter. Oh, my and God. Her crying is so... Even Benson walks It hurts out. so much. What is she supposed yeah. to do? Everybody is crushed like, at the end of this episode. Cheryl oh. McRae, a.k.a. Adrian Seymour... Uh, Darius's Standing ovation. Mom. Yeah, this is oh, this is a good ass episode. I'm welling up just thinking about it. It hits you right in the feels, and I love. It's not a bad ending because, like, technically justice was served. Well, it's, well yeah, what well, else yeah. Is to happen? yeah. But then just, you think about all. I just the 
my mind goes straight towards the like, oh my god, if I was a mom and my and like my child and I raised my child and it was a he or she was an awesome kid and like one bad thing and it was it's over done that's it I would just yeah die inside and obviously he lived with his mom his mom was working all the time like this is a kid that despite growing up in a a challenging environment like. Was an artist and hung loved. out in bookstore book, bookstores. And yeah, but he was loved. Yeah, by his sister and his mom. Yeah, they both like, he, like yeah, he depended knew that. on him. Yeah, yeah. This episode they were a is, unit. You could you could sense that at least yeah. I did. Yeah, I mean I identify with this a lot because there were a lot of instances when I was growing up where I could have made one mistake, and if someone got seriously injured, like we used to talk about it in college. If you, you when you're driving around, you're like, if if somebody ever jumped in front of my car because they're fucking crazy, it would ruin my life every day. Yeah, yeah, ruin your life. Add to the student debt, or you get oh, manslaughter, yeah. or these things happen all the time. Maybe not. I hope not. Yeah, I mean, I think they have been more. I think situations like this happen more often. Well, it's never cut and dry necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's tough. And I, mean, I think the synopsis that I read before, basically, well. Dick Wolf was writing this. He was basically like trying to create an episode that dealt with like sensitive topics, but yeah. also like does the punishment fit the crime? And I think that that does the punishment fit the crime is like the perfect um, uh, summary of yeah. the ending of this episode, which is basically like I think everyone agrees that something bad happened, yeah. but like um, can be done about it. Yeah, like this particular kid. And, and which begs the question of like this happens every day, I'm sure. Yeah. And, oh, definitely. Yeah. And there the next episode more. is rough too. There's so prepare point. yourself. Yeah, at least the next episode. Um, also, uh, with a favorite. orange is the new black. Two. Uh, cast member. But uh, I just wanted to point out real quick that first three episodes have to deal with cross dressing. Or uh, trans, or gender identity. Oh yeah, and yeah, Doctor yeah. Rudnick. Dick Wolf really, really hits us in the beginning with the, the, the modern problems that we have to deal with and of identity. Yeah. So suck on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, I'm gonna play us out. Good. So it was it was cool uh, being with brief. you again. Um, so update. Uh, you can now get the podcast on iTunes. So if you're one of those people who was listening to it on SoundCloud, thank you. Um, but a second way you can also listen to it is through iTunes. Uh, I like to think that whatever Apple person had to <laughs> like look at the podcast and approve it. Someone had to review it. I like to think they just went, yup, one and done. Good enough. And they literally like dunked a basketball as they pressed accept. Good. While eating a Pop-Tart. Oh, hot pot. Pop-Tart. Guys, what do you think? Pop-Tart, Hot Pocket. Let us know. Vote. Thanks, Dick Wolf. (laughs) That was fun. Guys, I don't know if I can watch an episode. We're going to watch an episode. I got to go to bed. It's 9 o'clock. P.M. Hey!